Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to the Vegas Nation Post Game Edition. It's Heidi Fang, Ed Graney, and Adam Hill. What's up, everybody? It's time for your Vegas Nation Post Game Edition here. It's your host, Heidi Fang, and I'm joined with our Review Journal sports columnist, Ed Graney, to break down the Raiders' 27-16 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was another thriller, but in a different way, Ed, because uh, we got to see these other wide receivers kind of pick up some slack here for the team and and really... uh, you know, push ahead and get the score, especially Henry Ruggs. We should have mentioned that we're now in the courtyard downtown Pittsburgh. There is, it is like, I think, uh, let's say three in the afternoon or eight at night. I don't know which one, but there's no food available in this town. There's no food available. And I'm making fun of Ben Hagar, our photographer who's next to me because he's from this area. And it's very weird how this town shuts down at nine at night. Anyway, (laughs) and if you hear loud sounds in the background, it's a gentleman walking a a cart back and forth for no reason. But listen. Maybe he has um, food in the cart, Ed. Yes. Well, (laughs) if he does, hello. Uh, No, you know what? You're exactly right. And here's the thing. This is going to happen more and more this season where Darren Waller, they know opposing teams are going to know that's who Carr wants to throw too much. You know, uh, 19 targets the first week against Baltimore. I thought the Steelers did a really good job of taking him away a lot. But you know what? When they take Darren Waller away, others have to step up. Hiding is exactly what you said. Derek Carr hit eight different players with with passes today. That's a lot. And between Henry Ruggs, that was my phone. There you go. Is it your Uber Eats, Ed? Hold on. Hold on. It might be. Let's see. Oh my gosh, my it food's might be, it, no, might be a, on the it way. It would be on yours. <laughs> Ed got too excited because of the thought of just getting his nachos. Did so you get nachos? What'd you get? No, I got tacos. Queso? Co- got no, no, tacos. We're so professional here. I've had Ben Hager. I'm mad at him for the town. I'm mad at this gentleman to my right for the cart. He doesn't know it yet. And we're ordering I'm mad tacos. at the person that put on baseball instead of the, the baseball game on the against TV. the Ravens. Uh, Bryce Harper didn't get it done. Um, <laughs> so, no, between Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro, and others, Heidi, you're exactly right. That, that was a huge day for the Raiders in terms of other guys stepping up to prove that when the winning time comes, you have to make plays when Darren Waller's being taken away. So, yeah, you hit it on the head. I mean, that was a big story storyline for the Raiders today. I know John Gruden said he didn't want to be Socrates and be all philosophical after the game. <laughs> but you know what? I'll be philosophical and say that was a very good afternoon for the Raiders receivers, not named Darren, not named Darren Waller. And Darren Waller had some catches, but it wasn't like the first week where he was targeted every play. No, and this was a big test for the Raiders coming in here to uh, Steeler country for one, being on the road, and another test in the fact that they were already depleted and had a lot of injuries. We know that you know Good and McCoy were out for the season uh, with season-ending injuries last week, and so they had to kind of have others step up, like Jermaine Illuminor on the offensive line. Um, Can you say his name one more time? Jermaine Illuminor. Illuminor. Yes, not Illuminaire. Illuminor. I remember that's how you were saying it on the on the uh, Unsportsmanlike Conduct podcast. But so those guys stepped up. We did see more injury happen. Um, but before we get into those, you know, just I wanted to get your take on the guys that did step in that were able to pull together this win on the road, like Jermaine Illuminor. 
And Brandon Parker, yes? Yes. Brandon Parker stepped in for Alex Leatherwood, who has an oblique strain. Look, I don't even know who's left on the offensive line. But the bottom line is they are 2-0, and and they've yet to have their full complement of players in the offensive line, which tells you a lot. And look, there's 15 laps still to go, right, because they get 17 games uh, this year. And as Derek Carr said afterwards, they've been 2-0 and before and done nothing with it. Foster Moreau thinks there's something different with this team. He thinks there's a different air about them, a different confidence. We'll see. They play Miami. Line has opened, by the way. Update you right now. Line has opened. Raiders minus four. Wow. Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. They are favored for the first time all year. But you're right, Heidi. Other people have gone down and others have stepped up. And I think it's important that that happens early in the season where you can prove to yourselves, like, you got good backups. you got guys who can step in and do the job. Brandon Parker is one today. I'm sorry. When Brandon Parker came in, there was a collective, uh, mm-hmm. from the press box. Like, uh, here we go. But I thought he, you know, composed himself well. Um, I thought Derek Carr, you know, got hit a few times, took the one late hit on the ankle when he hit uh, Moreau with the touchdown pass. But it wasn't like he was running for his life. You know, I think the first two weeks, you can say this offensive line, given who they've had and who they haven't had, hello, Richie Incognito, it's been pretty good. Yeah. And to top it off, the defense as well, um, just to flip over to that side of the ball, they were able to get an interception in the game. They made some big plays. Solomon Thomas had the sacks in the game. Um, The defense is really been able to contain the opponent so far and we had talked about how big ben you know is kind of rigor mortis back there he's not exactly moving around like he used to back in the day and he's not as physical as he used to he be lo- he moves slower than the actual big ben clock that's all you need to know oh, oh, <laughs> oh it's late here in pittsburgh hello ninja what up ninja so yeah i mean not to say that it wasn't a big test for them but they were able to contain uh, otherwise you know pretty solid offense with good weapons like juju um, smith schuster and chase claypool and deontay johnson they were able to slow those guys and uh, no Najee harris had a nice scamper for a 25 yard touchdown but still overall containing him to 17 points getting the turnovers having the sacks what did you think overall about the defense performance it did really well look one thing we haven't mentioned yet it's a short week you know they come in on a short week they come east to play a you know a Pittsburgh team coming off that win against Buffalo which I thought you know was a really good win by them it's a terrific win on both sides of the ball and defensively you're right you know Ngakwe was not 100% today so Solomon Thomas steps up with the two sacks first time he's had a multi-sack uh, performance in, in his career he's a third overall pick in 17 and you know good for the Raiders that the Niners didn't pick up his fifth year option right I mean if they picked up the fifth year option he wouldn't even be here so defensively I, you know again I'm going to go back to our guy Foster Moreau why doesn't he talk more to the media by the way great quote I loved listening to Foster yeah. Moreau he says it's awesome you know they yeah. Gang tackle, they 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 like playing with each other. It's all about what have we not seen from the Raiders in recent years? It's all about the push up front. They're finally getting a push up front. When you get a push up front, your linebackers can make more tackles. You can cover on the back end better. Trayvon Mullen had the pick today. You know, six tackles. Jonathan Abram. Jonathan Abram is a pseudo linebacker now. They yeah. call him a strong safety. He's in the boxes seven tackles today. He's kind of found his niche within this Gus Bradley system. Yeah. So I think defensively, you couldn't have asked better for the first two weeks of the season of what we've seen from them. Well, Ed, I have to update you that it says here our Uber Eats is one minute away. So Uh-oh. One what minute. we're going to do one minute. is wait for our Uber. Are we going to wait? We're going to wait. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take a quick break. All right. Well, I'm going to remind everybody to hit subscribe and also to thank our sponsors. Yes, yes. After this opening, we really need you to jump on subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> we're brought to you by the Las Vegas Review Journal and also presented to you by Blue Wire's Tick Pick. So everybody uh, keep tuned right here and we will be back after our food break. Locals know the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the SCN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. 
Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site, and the only one you'll need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to check it out. Visit TickPick.com slash VegasNation and use the promo code VegasNation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation podcast with your well-fed hosts Ed Greeny and Heidi Fang. Unfortunately, our photographer Ben Hager is still waiting on Uber Eats. The place burned down after uh, I think we got let's our food. Put this in perspective. You ordered our food. Yes. Ben ordered same place now. Same place. Yes. Ben ordered his food three seconds later, and yes. Ben's food will now arrive tomorrow. We're now that we're well nourished, we're ready to use our minds and talk the about the rest time, of this yes. game. Um, so we have to talk first Ed, about Daniel Carlson. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota is kind of a little upset right now, right? I think the Vikings are upset. The kid from Auburn, uh, fifth-round pick. Auburn uh, waved him eventually, and he hooked down with the Raiders. Four field goals today, 4-4-4. He's been money for the Raiders since he's been here, man. He's, set, you know, he's breaking Janikowski records. He's hitting 90 his first year. I think he hit 97% of his field goals. This guy's money, and that's important. You know, When you're in a division where there's going to be a lot of close games with the Kansas Cities and the Chargers and the Broncos and all that, you need guys who can kick field goals and make field goals. Uh, we saw across the league today a couple guys won games with field goals. Hello, Dallas beating the Chargers. When Zerline, I think, was a 56-yarder. So, yeah, that's a... Um, huge deal to have a kicker as dependable as Daniel Carlson. Yeah, and uh, I think, like you mentioned, the Los Angeles Chargers lost their head. Well, the other two in the division, well, right now KC is on track for a win. Uh, Denver had a win. So, assuming, because we're in the third quarter here at Kansas City and Baltimore as we speak, assuming they keep their nine-point lead over the Ravens, they could, you know, be in for another W. So, what does this mean for the division now that the AFC West is kind of turning up the volume over here? I mean, other than Kansas City, I think if anyone said after two weeks the division would be 7-1, and one, I'd like to see that person raise their hand and tell me that they believed that. But it's good for the division, right? Uh, you know, there's extra wild card to deal with. Um, there's 17 games this year so that's really good for the AFC West if you're going to get out of these first two weeks seven and one which it looks like it's going to happen I don't think Kansas City blows that lead all right so we talked a little bit now about watch Kansas City blow the lead <laughs> watch him. just because we said it it's gonna it's all over for Kansas City now that Ed and I talked about it but when you think about the injuries and look ahead to next week when they have the Dolphins at home um first of all Tua that's a big injury to the Dolphins um We'll get into that, but I wanted to get onto the Raiders' side of the ball. Do you think Leatherwood is uh, a serious concern right now at right tackle? Obliques are hard, especially for a man that big. Uh, you don't know how what grade strain it is. We'll know that probably that later this week, but obliques are hard. They're like hamstrings. You, sometimes you can play with them. Sometimes they're nagging, and you can't, so we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, they're just one of those injuries that he could have this for the next month or two, or he could be okay in a few weeks, so we don't know the grade of the strain or how hard how, um, uh, strenuous it is. I'll tell you one thing. They need Richie and Kai need back 
So hopefully by 3-3, he's back. Like we said earlier, before we uh, took our taco break, um, they have not yet had their full complement of starters in the offensive line. I want to see this team when, they have their, when their entire offensive line is healthy. Because right now, for two weeks, I'll tell you what, they've done pretty well with a patched-up, rebuilt line in front of Derek Carr. So if they could ever get everyone healthy, maybe they'll be a lot better than we just assumed they would be after we knew they had rebuilt in the offseason. Yeah, and you know, Derek Carr, we talked about uh, Daniel Carlson sung his praises. Derek Carr, 382 yards, two touchdowns. Touchdowns, the 61-yard bomb to Henry Ruggs. All of that stuff was good. I think we had a cheer from somebody here in the uh, lobby audience that's now congregating around us. Ben is Um, uh, texting the taco people. They're still late. He's calling in reinforcements. I had to pause there to see uh, what Ben might be doing. But, um, you know, there was a lot of conversation about, you know, is Carr the guy? And Gruden said in the post-game press conference that he is. So let's hear from Gruden on that. I just let his performance speak for itself. I've been... I've been clamoring about Derek Carr since I've been here. So hopefully he gets some recognition for doing what he did today. You know, he had some long drives. He was uh, big again at the end of the game against two great defenses two weeks in a row. And it's a big reason why we've been able to win. Well, you know what? He has, John Gruden has, I'll give him this credit. Ever since he's come back, he's kind of been the one who's championed Derek Carr, where kind of the rest of us and the fans and everyone else has kind of always questioned Derek Carr, right? Yeah. Well, John Gruden's a lot, looking a lot smarter than we are right now. <laughs> I mean, he's always been probably, oh, he's always been smarter than us football-wise, but he's looking smart right now with how Carr's played. Carr's played six terrific straight quarters after a shaky two to begin against the Ravens. I think a lot of that had to do with he had not played in the preseason, and he was really rusty. He even said today, Derek Carr said today, I was not accurate in that first quarter last week. I was not good. So John Gruden's looking really smart and you see nationally it's funny because i was on twitter um here a minute ago and nationally he's getting a lot of love now from the national media mm-hmm. and the people out there saying oh i always knew Derek carr was that good no you didn't i think only john gruden might have but um Derek Carr is playing at, at a, let's say, two games in if we can, uh, you know, completely overreaction Sunday night. He's playing at a playoff level. And the way, the, what I mean by that is he's playing at a level that you could get you to the playoffs. Now, a lot have to happen. I know it's only two weeks. I get that. But if this was him today, let's say they had a playoff game today, right? And this was him today, like they could win a game with Derek Carr today. That, you know, his, his effort today. That's kind of what you want. Could they have won a playoff game today with him playing that way? And the answer is yes. So he's had a nice start to the season. In fact, just to, you know, bounce here off the sound bites, I'm going to play the one where Derek Carr was talking about how he kind of feels that 2016 feel for this team. You see a group of guys that they've put together that just have just done this uh, a lot like 2016. You know, our team just, and I'm not comparing their records or anything like that, <laughs> but I'm saying the chemistry of the team was, it was close. And that's how you know you have a good football team. And, and, and I feel like that's been built. You know, I felt that way last year. I was getting like, I was like, man, you just love these guys. I want, even this year, we brought in more guys. You just wrap your arms around me. I just want to win with this group. You know, that's the feeling. You know, it's not, it's not pulling your teeth to go to work. Um, like, I look forward to tomorrow going in the training room and seeing those guys and working out and grinding and trying to get better for the next week. You know, and that's an exciting feeling for me. All right, let's look ahead now to the Dolphins game, Ed. I mentioned to as out. Uh, what does this mean now for this Dolphins team that, I mean, has kind of struggled to find the right face at quarterback, and now the guy that's supposed to be the face 
is injured. They're going to stumble into Legion Stadium. I don't, you know, we don't. I don't know to his extent of his injury. I don't know if you know his extent of his injury, but they lost 35-0. So when a team loses 35-0, they bounce back. In the NFL, we saw it today. We saw it with New Orleans today and other teams where you know they had these great first weeks. And you look at the scores early today, and you're like, wow, what happened? That could happen with Miami. But I'll tell you what, if two is out, this is a great opportunity for the Raiders. We said it before, laying four at home at Allegiant Stadium, where the I'll tell you what, if you thought the fans were you know cloud on that Monday night, now a 2-0 and Raiders team coming back with a chance to go 3-0. That's going to be a crazy Allegiant Stadium. So it's a huge opportunity, whether Tua plays or not, for the Raiders to get you know a fast start to the season at 3-0. All right, and so for the Raiders on their side of the ball with injuries, how important is it that they get Josh Jacobs back for this matchup, considering Peyton Barber was 32 yards on 13 attempts, Kenyon Drake 9 yards on 7 attempts. Tough defense, or do they need Josh Jacobs back? Great question. I don't know if Josh would have done any better because of the Pittsburgh defense, right? Even though they lost uh, T.J. Watt, they mm-hmm. lost him. Um, yeah. I, look, Pittsburgh's just hard to run against. So it could have been Josh Jacobs. It could have been Kenyon Drake. could have been Peyton Barber. And we don't know what would happen. Uh, they ha- they would have had to throw to win today anyway. It's a cliche because it's true. Other than a few guys in this league, you know, running backs are interchangeable. Now you talk about the, you know, the Alvin Kamaras and the Nick Chubbs. There's some out there like, all right, those are really special players. But for the most part, they're interchangeable. So I think even if Josh plays or he doesn't play next week, it's more about the defense continuing to play as it has. Derek Carr continuing to have more trust in receivers besides Waller, what he did today. And yeah, you want to get some yards on the ground. But it's going to come back to who starts for Miami at quarterback and how their defense plays at home. All right. So, yeah, we'll see if they can get that going back at home against the Dolphins at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday. Um, I think one of the things I'm to look for is if they can get off to a little bit of a better start. I feel like both of these two games, they were a little shaky in the first half, but they picked it up uh, as the game progressed and they got settled in. I think a lot of the hype with the Steelers crowd returning in the beginning got them a little bit jostled, if you will, and only scoring those three field goals um, early on until the third quarter and they had the um, touchdown with Foster Moreau. So again, we'll be with you all week, three podcasts every week. You have Monday, Wednesday, and Friday podcasts with our Vegas Nation crew. So give Ed a follow at Ed Graney to keep up with all of the fun stuff that happens on Unsportsmanlike Conduct. Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Mr. Adam Hill. I'll give you an update. Local time here in Pittsburgh, 10 16 p.m. Benjamin Hager's tacos are still out there somewhere on the thoroughfare out there. I'm going to start running over this place because it's supposedly by the time you run over there, you could get your tacos without the delivery and then you could cancel the Uber Eats. <laughs> uh, no one boos this podcast. Come on. <laughs> and no one boos my takeaways either. That happens on Wednesdays. You can follow that. Make sure you guys subscribe to all of our shows, all the content that Ed puts out. He had like three columns, articles, all these things happening today. Busy man, very dedicated to the job. Uh, we appreciate you, Ed, and also the rest of the crew well, somebody out here does. in Pittsburgh. And that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.